0: Alright Hustlers, this is Hustle Hour with Mike And Diane And I'm so happy to be here at Genesis Radio We are here with Terry and Dee in the studio And uh, I want to let you guys know that I'm married to a champion um, We were just sitting down uh, We were sitting on row machines today um, Earlier And we rocked out our cardio day
1: it yeah, was quite intense
0: um, Our cardio days is usually Thursdays But this week it was on a Friday um. No, we, it's on
1: Wednesday.
0: Oh yeah. What was that? I can't even. Can't hear anything. I don't think my mic is on.
1: Um, our car-
0: yeah. Yep. There I am. <laughs> there I am. I couldn't hear myself.
1: No, no our cardio. Our cardio day was today, and we usually do it on Thursdays. Correct.
0: We usually do our cardio day on Thursdays, but we did it today, and uh, we were just. Uh, you are a champion. <laughs> you know, you are a champion, and you're athletic, and you were just. What?
1: Stop
0: gassing me up. I am gassing you up. <laughs> you know, um, you know, I, I challenged her to two miles today. And I we, we upped our cardio from 10 minutes on the row machine and the elliptical. And we, we put it to, you know, two miles and 15 minutes and 15 minutes. You know, um, just to start and run two miles. First off, that's just not easy. Right? And you're doing that. And that's mm. why you're a champion. And then we're doing 15 minutes on the row machine which was tough today.
1: It was hard, it was. Okay,
0: and then we're doing 15 minutes on the elliptical.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, and the reason you're a champion is because you get up uh, two days a week and you come and work out with me, which, you know, at the gym, um, obviously, this is called the hustle hour. No matter what I do, I'm hustling, you know, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm very, very competitive in the gym. And uh, I just wanna say, like, I'm glad you're on my team working out at the gym because you're a champion. Well,
1: I 100 percent would not be running in the mornings if I was not going to the gym on those two days with you. Because you know me, I'm like dragging my feet on that treadmill. Right, and
0: I wouldn't do that cardio day without you. So that's why we're champions together. Um, You're on a winning team Mm -hmm. and I know I'm on a winning team. And uh, you know that's how we literally are in business Um, and that's how we are in um, anything that we ever do, you know, like when I first met you, uh, you know I met Diane in a restaurant called liquid. I was the bouncer I was the uh, front door guy and a lot of people remember me as that and that's how we met because Diane was the bartender mm-hmm. um, You know, uh, I was always looking at her. I always thought she was hot <laughs> I always thought she was hot behind the bar and you know I um, she played super hard to get it wasn't easy to get her but obviously i don't give up and i'm gonna i'm gonna play the game and chase well
1: you definitely don't don't take no for an answer
0: and i won that too so you know i'm always winning i've always been winning and i'm gonna always keep winning so uh we met in the (laughs) right right we met in liquid and uh you know and we've been together ever since you know it's been amazing
1: yeah that was a fun time for sure You know, I only remember liquid fondly. I have some of my best memories from there.
0: Right. And you met me at the end of my, um, I would say, cycle of my life of when I would lift really, really heavy in the gym and I weighed 235 pounds, solid muscle. You met me at my biggest, you know, and, (laughs) you know, you loved it. I was a juice head. You know what I mean? Like Jersey Shore was big back then. Um, You know, it was, you know gym tan laundry, you know, I was one of those people, you know, that's who I was growing up um, through that age of my life. You know what I mean? And that's when you met me. And
1: that's when you got and that's what worked. No, that's when you got so many no's. But in the end, it was your charm that won me over when I saw a little bit more than the Jersey Shore nonsense.
0: Right. You did hate that. You would always laugh at me and make fun of me. and, and, And when I say she didn't, um give me the time of day or anything she didn't she literally did not like me was very mean to me um but i kept working towards it and i didn't give up and i got what i wanted
1: yeah and you definitely enjoyed me being mean to you so it was very easy
0: you know i you know the reason why and you answered this one time about me on this show is um you know i like a real person i like a real conversation i like to be told real things I like <laughs> I like realness. You know what I mean? Like I don't like the magic show. Yeah. You know? I don't like the magic show. I want to talk to someone who is real and I like a real conversation. I like real people.
1: Mhm. Well, yeah, they're always the more interesting. Everybody else who, you know, you can hear the same things from everybody and it, even though it's nice and it's fluffy and it's it feels good to hear, sometimes it's nice to hear the opposite of that and hear something real and have an actual perspective from somebody else that doesn't necessarily have to align with yours, it's nice.
0: Yeah, it's refreshing, you know? Like, I don't, <clears throat> I go through my day and I, I have to, you know, people like the magic show. People like the, the magic show and I put it on for them and, you know, I like to be the magician. But I also like to have I, real conversations.
1: I definitely like, like even like real magic shows. Like, I love the magic. I love the magic, I don't even need to know don't tell me how you do it because I'm probably, I don't, I'm not going to, I don't want to know. I don't want to know how you do the magic trick. Yeah,
0: and me, I am the magician. I want to know, <laughs> uh, tell me ex- immediately how you do this trick because I want to do the trick. <laughs> you know, so right. I could put it on for other people and make them say, whoa.
1: Mm. And then when you know, it just loses the
0: magic. Um, but I like realness and I feel like, um... Throughout my day, I try to have as much real conversations and get there, get as much realness in my life because um, being in the hospitality industry, you know, you are always putting on the show, which that's the, the business you're in. So you have to know the business you're in to be successful at it. Um, so for me, uh, I like to I like to have a, a, even if there's spurts of real conversations, I really like to have those conversations. So like a real conversation um, is always the best for me.
1: Of course you know doing this you're, the show must always go on and you have to be who the people want and need and not necessarily always be yourself when it comes to that especially in this industry where you are putting on an experience for other people and you are supposed to function and make that experience happening without being the, you know in the forefront there because your guest is
0: yeah you know, I, I really don't, you know, th- I, I believe as a business owner, um, you know, you really feel like not you feel like when you're a business owner, you, you get sold on these things constantly. People are always trying to sell you something if it's their charity, if it's a business, if it's their service or you're always trying to get product. sold. Right. So you're always trying to get sold. So people are also nice to us because they're trying to sell us something. You know, and the way to get through to me personally as a businessman is because I'm always talking to so many people and I'm trying to make this, I am making decisions all the time is a very straightforward person. Like don't pick me up and try to put me in the sales process Mm. of something because I know the sales process because before I was a business owner, I survived a career in sales for a very long time. And anybody knows me, I go very hard at things. And, you know, when I was a salesperson, I was always the best. I was always in the top five of, of the sales. I was always building a business um, and helping somebody else by selling in their business and being amazing at it, you know? And that's my life and that's my background is my sales um, career. So, Now that I've done the sales and that I've become a business owner, you get to see a whole different perspective. You get to see all the people who are trying to sell to you. And, you know, it just makes you a better salesperson when you get to see the other perspective.
1: Of course. Perspective is everything when you understand where they stand and what they're trying to get across to you and then you obviously have your own it makes all the difference in the conversation yeah, like i the know product. the sales process i was taught <laughs> on it i
0: used to train it they would put me on training programs of train these to teach these people how to sell i was always the trainer they always put people with me because they wanted everybody to sell like me you know so i was teaching people the sales process and then i have sales people coming in all the time to the business and trying to put me in that sale which they don't know it's just you should be able as a salesperson to read the room and know who you're selling to and know that sometimes as a sales if you're in sales you have to know who you're selling to you have to know get better pretty much you know practice
1: right it's all about the people you meet and knowing how to engage with them and not everybody's gonna be the same. I've definitely had people who are selling a product to me and approach me the wrong way or do so by popping up or whatever it is that I don't like they do it and it never goes well in their favor and you would think they would try a different tactic but they don't. They continue doing it the way they feel is best instead of handling every person differently in the way they should be handled.
0: You know what pisses me off It's when, you know, like Diane is somebody who has her head down, constantly working, hustling every single day, consistently, just like she goes to the gym, just like she does everything. She does more than me most of the time. Okay. She is right there next to me working as hard as possible. And you know what people will come up and say to you? (laughs) I mean, she already knows what I'm about to say is people will say to her, oh, are you the owner's wife? Are you the owner's wife? And it's mostly women that do this to you. Mm -hmm. And it's the craziest thing to me because, like, aren't women supposed to support other women?
1: Right?
0: Aren't people supposed, aren't women supposed to support when they see a powerful woman and someone who is work, working so hard and hustling so hard? Shouldn't people, I keep saying people, but it's really women that do it. Mm -hmm. Right?
1: Yeah. You know, it. It's just, it is what it is. It's always kind of come with the territory. So it's not something that it's just, it's what I'm always called, you know, we joke about it and we always say I'm the owner's wife. Cause when people do see me or meet me or they're like, oh my God, you're the owner's wife is what I get. And I just, I am Michael's wife and he does. Why
0: don't I get I'm the owner's husband?
1: <laughs> he does.
0: <laughs> Why don't I, oh, are you the owner's husband? <laughs> How come I don't get that?
1: (laughs) Which I asked him why he doesn't.
0: But we laugh about this a lot. Yes. You know, a lot of people, it's the weirdest thing, but a lot of people come up to you and say, are you the owner's wife? Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, I, I feel like being like, it's so much harder for you and for women to be in a powerful, powerful position in life and be respected.
1: There's just still there's a lot of judgment passed by everybody, but I feel like I am mostly judged by by women.
0: So how do you handle it or how do you deal with it or how do you what have you had to overcome just, to be able to do this?
1: I just deal with it and I just take it cuz what am I going to really say to them and what they're saying also isn't false. So I just kind of <laughs> I, you know, like, I just kind of go with it, and I don't, you know, I try, I just, I laugh it off, because it's just so, I'm just like, oh, here we go again, but um, I think it's just a way for people to kind of start a conversation with me, and I don't really think they know how to sometimes, and they think that will open the door, and they just kind of put their foot in their mouth, and they don't know that I'm like, oh, God, I've heard this a million times, you know, instead of just, you know, saying I just Hi. don't
0: think it's it's fair, and I'm going to strap cameras to you all day so when you're working all day they could just watch the live
1: mm-hmm. they would love it
0: they
1: would love it. good <laughs> conversations i definitely have good conversations with people
0: <laughs> um so you find it difficult or easy to be in business as a woman
1: i find it doable doable yes i wouldn't say it's easy but i wouldn't say it's so difficult
0: right because you have to play the game
1: Yeah, you know, it is what it is, whatever, you know, whoever they think I am or whatever they think I am is what they think and they can think whatever they want.
0: Right. Because what do people think of me?
1: You know, I know what I know and (laughs) and that's it.
0: And you know a lot. You know, you know a lot about business. You know, like we always get looked at as like I I posted an Instagram post on my personal page on Instagram and it said, uh, what did it say? (laughs) I'm a poster boy of making things look easy. You know, I must make things look so easy. Everybody wants to do it, you know, and like you can open a business. But as soon as you open a business, you have to realize that you're open every single day. Once you open, that's you're open. That's it. You have to get to work. It's not, you know, like I've I've, had patience, you know, like we got to talk about patience because people don't have patience every Instagram, Instagram, you know, TikTok, all of this stuff, everything is so instant all of the time. And even when you're building a business, you have to build it so instant nowadays, like oh. you have to be on the cup of just making yeah. it instant, right? Yeah. It's instant, you know, so you have to have that level of instant in their real life too, because they're on digital all the time. So you have to make their real life instant as well. They have to get their coffee as fast as possible. You have to get their, the food as fast as possible. You have to do everything very quick. Amazon Prime overnight. It's not, It's not. you know, it's not here fast enough. So it's like, it's like I had this pot that I've been waiting for for two days and I'm mad that I didn't, you know, get it in faster, you know, and that's just how you have to be successful in business these days. But when you're growing the business and, and when you are in the business, you have to have patience. Nothing is going to happen overnight. Nothing. You know, you can you can be overweight right now and you have to go to the gym. Because you got yourself up one day or two days in a row, good, good great. That's how you start. But you have to keep going. You have to consistently work on it and, and, and build up that discipline in your life to keep yourself going to the gym. Yes, the hardest part to, is to start. Yes, the hardest part is to actually get to the gym. But once you get to the gym, you you don't ne- you never regret a workout. You've never you'll never regret a workout. Right. You're always happy about the workout. Right? So we have to discipline ourselves so we can stay consistent, but patience is the name of the game. Patience gets you whatever you want in life because nothing's going to come overnight. So if you think I'm going to open up a business and be successful over You're not going to be successful overnight. You have to build a brand. When we tell people, when we open a business, we have to work every day, six for six months. They're like six months.
1: And we're so hopeful that it will be six months and we don't have to be there longer. Like, you know, there's stuff there is in the world. I feel like everyone, there is so much instant gratification and you feel like you have to, everything will be like that because you're so used to having, Doing something and be instantly happy about it, or having whatever emotion about it. But you have to know that not everything is going to be like that, and it's if things take time. You have to grow it. There, you're not going to reap the benefits of everything instantaneously, and you have to know that you are going to get to that end, that finale, that that goal, that you know, that trophy that you have in your mind for yourself, and it's just not going to be instantly.
0: Yeah, and the way that we are different is. You know for me I like the journey I like to take the journey or I like to wait because Mm -hmm. as I'm waiting for something I am imagining it I'm envisioning it and then Diane likes the result she likes the end and then that's when she takes off and that's when her you know motivation but she doesn't complain that we're going through the process she doesn't complain at all and I don't complain at the end I just move on to the next thing Mm -hmm. right like yeah
1: I love to reap the benefit. I love to reap the fruit of my labor like i love to reap my own benefits like i i i can't wait to get i love when i do get to that goal like i definitely stop to smell the roses like i definitely will bask in that good moment that accomplishment that I had for as long as I possibly can and it is very short-lived and some people don't even take that time like me right and I but I definitely will I can't wait to get there I can't wait to feel that feeling smell it touch it use all my senses with it taste it I can't wait to have that moment that I've been waiting for
0: I guess I just realized that that's why I work so hard you know I work so hard so we could get there and I I know what the end is gonna be and that's mm-hmm. gonna that that goal of us hitting it is going to make you happiest. Yeah. So I guess for me to run, uh, for me to hustle and do. <laughs> for <me to> going <laughs> to run. Me to run <laughs> that's for you. That is for me. But for me to work so hard for a goal, the end result is makes you happiest. Mm. And I guess that's what, um, so that's why I am done with it. Once I reach there, I'm on to the next thing that's going right. to make, you know, our goals and our dreams come true. You know what I mean? And that so moment
1: is so short lived that I refuse to let it just run through my fingers and not give it the respect it deserves and that is by enjoying every single second of it
0: so the you know you have to either enjoy the the process
1: which you do every step of the way which
0: i enjoy the process or you enjoy the end result right hitting that goal Mm -hmm. so you know
1: but so many people enjoy the process
0: correct i i believe that you have to have somebody that enjoys the process yeah i don't think it will work if you don't have somebody that enjoys the process.
1: Right. Right.
0: You know, like right now I am going through my uh, fitness journey and I've been talking about it a little bit here and there. And my fitness journey is something that when I was, you know, let's go back even. I always I'll start a project at work or I'll do something. And what I do is I tell myself that, um, you know, that's the excuse of why I'm not working out. And I use that as an excuse every single time. I'll always... Oh, I got a new dog. Oh, I'm starting a new project. Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm doing that. And I use that excuse as not to go to the gym.
1: Excuses are so easy. They're just everywhere.
0: Right. Like if you don't control your mind, your mind controls you. So if the data that you're putting into your mind is negative and everything that we always talk about, right, in those moments, you're going to make an excuse and... That's what it is. Like everybody should get up and move. No matter how old you are, you should be going to the gym. You should be doing some kind of movement if that's at work or if that's, you know. Um, yeah,
1: but it's not, it's, you know, it's doing something, just being active in general. That's what I mean.
0: Yeah. Everybody should be active and they should at least do 20 to 30 minutes a day in something. Yeah. You have to. You have to be active to be healthy, right? So I always made excuses for myself and I, I never did it. So, One day I woke up and I said, I'm not making excuses any day. I got myself a a journal that I write in um, and I wrote in it and I have to write my goals down into it daily now and I'm living such a better life and that's for me. Yeah. But if you need help and out there and you need and you want to start doing better in life, get yourself a journal and write in it every day and that journal will actually help you hit your daily goals, which your daily goals create habits, which then you create a lifestyle. So a habit is in 30 days and a lifestyle is in 90 days.
1: Yeah, there's power in saying something out loud and there's power in writing something down as well. So much comes from it.
0: Right. So um, I I started my my fitness journey and um, I I really love and enjoy cardio and I love and enjoy running. And I would never thought I would ever say that sentence in my whole entire life. If you struggle with cardio and you hate it, just know that there's one day that you can literally wake up And love cardio because that was me. So now I'm on this fitness journey of running and running more miles and and becoming fit. So 2023, March, is my goal of being the fittest I've ever been in my whole life. You're on your way. I'm on my way. You're on your way. So what I've learned through this journey is how you talk to yourself, which I've heard my whole life, is literally everything about who you are and who you can become. You know, talking to yourself, I never understood what that meant. But I started paying attention to the things I was actually saying to myself. Right. And if you pay attention to it, try to write it down of what you actually are telling yourself. I would look in the mirror and I would talk so just disgusting to myself. I was the meanest person to me ever. And once I I got conscious of this, I realized... I gotta change the way I'm talking to myself.
1: Right, you can't talk to yourself like that.
0: You literally cannot talk to yourself like that. If you don't love yourself first, it will be very hard for you to give and love and accept love if you don't love yourself. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be very hard for you to accept love if you don't love yourself first.
1: Right, that's because of how you see yourself and if if you don't love yourself, that means you don't feel you deserve it. So if you don't love yourself, why would you think somebody else could? So it's just like a mindset thing.
0: Right. So what I started saying in the mirror every day and every day, like I could see, like I could see a difference in myself, mm-hmm. you know, by working out all the time. Like I see it. So what I, what am I saying to myself now? I'm looking in the mirror and going, Hey, you got this, you know, like little <laughs> by little. Patience. And you put
1: it on your, um, like sometimes you put it on your Instagram. Right, like... Like, you look good, keep it up. You look good, keep it up.
0: (laughs) Because I'm talking to myself and I'm telling myself, you look good, keep it up. Because there's nothing better than me telling myself that I look good. There's nothing better than me loving me and, Mm. you know, talking and and building that part of, of my mind up to just be a better version of me.
1: Well, yeah, that's... It opens up so many other things and it just makes you more receptive to other people and yourself, you know?
0: Right. So, uh, it's, it's a pretty wild journey. Um, I've opened up to this world of running and I, you know, I talk to a lot of different people. I watch a lot of of different videos on running and, and, and just, there's so much that, you know, like in my mind, I can run so far, you know, and then you get on the treadmill or you go running and it's like, it's the hardest thing ever. So like, for me going on the treadmill every day is such a competition it's such a real thing the pain that you get the breathing that i can't do the you know the steps i don't want to take everything about it is so mentally challenging for me it's the most challenging thing i've ever done in my whole entire life nothing after i run can actually challenge me mm-hmm. after that after that run
1: and you're running so far like you you're not just doing a little bit
0: yeah i I wouldn't say it so far because I talk to people that run. Um, I, I have this...
1: For the normal person that doesn't run, then, that's a lot, you know, Right for a non-runner.
0: But when I, once I'm in something, you know I go 100%. So for me, like, I want to become a runner now, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm going to become a runner and it's going to be... Uh, so I've, I've been talking to these runners that I, you know, because you if you want to become something, which I always say, you put them in your circle of people. So I've put a lot of runners in my circle very quickly because I want to run, mm-hmm. you know? So how you accomplish something in life is that you you have to first form a habit around it which is in 30 days and then if you do it for 90 days it becomes a lifestyle. And then as you're doing this, you're creating this lifestyle around you, part of creating that lifestyle for yourself to become whatever you want to become is you have to surround yourself with those kind of people. and. But you don't want to just pick anybody in that industry or in that uh, you know that exercise or whatever you're trying to accomplish. You want to pick the best. So you want those people around you to create a team of people around you that are going to get you to the next goals. Like I'm getting great advice from runners. I'm getting great advice from people that run so much more than me. You know, 50 miles a week. I have, a, I have a, a the, one of these kids on my team, and he's in high school, and he's a cross country. Um, runner and I have become best friends with this kid asking him questions about running this and that and the coaching he gets and the exercises he does and blah 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 he comes in now just to ask me how the running's going you know and he's a champion runner he is he is going to do this for the rest of his life he's one of those you know Um, and that's who I'm taking advice I want to make that kid proud I (laughs) want to make that kid proud you know so you know, if you want to achieve something in life, you have to look at it as you have to obsess over it. You have to obsess over it. You have to put people in your life that are also obsessed with it. And you start to become this person who only wants people to be obsessed with it as much as you. And you want to be in more of those rooms.
1: Yeah, because it just fans it. And it's, keeps what you're interested alive and healthy and you find out new things about it. It's like anything you're interested in, you want to know more. You don't want to be the person who knows everything about it because there's so much more to learn. Right. You know you know what you know, but if you surround yourself with the people who are more experienced or whatever their background is, is just going to make you better at what you want to do.
0: Right. It's amazing, you know? I'm becoming a runner because I decided to. Right. You know, if that Just doesn't a- tell you that your mind doesn't control your life, you know, like we really, really, really have to think deep down inside and understand that our lives are an outcome of what we have been doing in the last five years. So you are living the life that you chose, that you chose this, everything is your fault. Everything in your life. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. I wish I had is your t- nose running? Yeah, I wish I had a tissue. I Just my one.
0: Now, there are circumstances in life, but I'm talking about, you know, real things right now. That we have to take a look at ourselves in the mirror and understand that we are in control of our life. We, are, we have to be in control of our mind because we can. Did you have one?
1: Yeah, I just...
0: All I'm worried about now is a tissue for you. I
1: already did it. Oh. I had to wipe my nose. You're good? Yeah.
0: Perfect. We should have a box of tissues for you this season. Really.
1: I have one in my car. But I don't. I didn't drive my car here. Damn. What? Yeah. I have two... Bo- I, have, I, have t- I have so many. The Vicks ones, they smell so good.
0: You know, when Diane gets <clears throat> sick, she's like a cartoon character. I never met anyone like her and in my I'm whole life.
1: And I'm not st- sick. I'm just congested it's the weather so
0: like when you watch cartoons like the way they showcase <laughs> when someone is sick is they have a red nose <laughs> they sneeze right and that's what like I've never met anybody that has a red nose and sneezes as much as Diane <laughs> when she gets sick
1: I'm not sick though and it
0: just I, I understand you're not sick Okay, when you get a red nose um, and you're sneezing, <laughs> you're like a cartoon character. I'll
1: get like the sniffles, you know? I
0: literally have never seen anybody like a cartoon except you.
1: <laughs> I just, I feel like it's normal.
0: It's a, <sighs> I don't even know what I was saying.
1: You need a tissue.
0: Oh, I was saying that you can control your life by controlling your mind mm. and putting people around you. And when I said, because I know it could be your circumstances and and different things in your life, you know, like you're not in control of. I'm talking about getting out of a bad situation. The things you can control. The the things you can control, you actually can control them. You know, like I'm talking about getting in shape every day. The excuses. I did it all.
1: The choices you make and the decisions that Correct. you follow through with
0: your friends the people you surround yourself with you know um your financial um your your finances you know what i mean like you control you can control all of these things so you know um you might have a job but everybody should be working on a side hustle you know there's there's always something else you can be doing Um, in your downtime, if that's working out, if your goal is working out, you should be doing it. You know, it's very easy to sit on the couch. It's very easy to make an excuse for yourself to not do something. That's also a part of us talking to ourselves. When you talk better, um, when you talk better to yourself, you want to do things more for yourself that are good and healthy, because that's how you're talking to yourself. You're nicer to yourself.
1: Right, like I have long conversations with myself when I have to wake up in the morning and I don't want to. You know, it always steers me back to making the right decision. But I definitely go through a lot of different options in my mind, and a lot of the time I'm, I always think I'm not going, but I always go. I like to tell myself that, but I always go just because I told myself that.
0: Right, the fight in the morning. For some reason, I thought my microphone was up here. I'm with. <laughs> so the fight in the morning. Is literally the hardest part about going to the gym and I and I talked to a lot of people and that is the hardest part for all of us but soon as like I said you're never gonna regret a workout no. um, but the hardest part for anything a business anything that you want to it the hardest thing is is starting right once you start like I said you create habits which create lifestyles but once you start that's the hardest part when you go to the gym you know you're gonna work out you're gonna do something when you're in the gym Right. you know so um, and you're
1: going to feel good about it.
0: Right. Because
1: it was could have been nothing, but you did something.
0: Right. I know.
1: Even your worst day, you know, in the gym, working out is still so much better than what it would have been. Correct. And that's just you deciding.
0: So I, I'm, I'm excited to keep everybody on the fitness journey. This is just part of it. You mm-hmm. know, this is my um, speaking it out loud. This is my form of speaking it out loud and speaking it into existence is to say it here on the show. It helps me every single day. Like I think about that. I told an audience this or I'm telling somebody this and somebody's listening to it and somebody's hearing me say it. So I have to go do it now.
1: And it's just so, it's just so brave. You know what I mean? It's very courageous because I'm not, I would never... Like even the two miles, you know, I don't think I told anybody I was going to run two miles, you know, like I would need to do the two miles and then talk about it because that is so like, I don't know, like the way it pushes you, I don't know if saying something that didn't happen yet would push me in the same way.
0: Right. Like I've been telling everybody this week that this Friday I'm going to run eight miles. Six miles was the hardest thing I've ever done in my whole entire life.
1: And you're just going around saying you're going to do that, you know?
0: Right. And you will. I'm going to do eight miles on Friday at five o'clock in the morning too. I've never, I have never gone to the gym at five in the morning. So I'm going to go do eight miles at five o'clock in the morning because I want the treadmill that I want and I need to, I'm going to, I'm just going to go there and do it.
1: Well, and it's also, you're not allowing any excuses to happen either. No. You know, like you're going to be able to have it, hopefully the perfect storm.
0: Oh, I'm doing it. I don't care if my legs broke. No,
1: I don't mean because you won't do that. I mean like. I only want you to get the treadmill you want in the morning, you know, like just, you know, you, you plan things.
0: Hey, always go in with a plan, mm-hmm. but your plan is always going to change.
1: Oh, you're going to do the eight miles, you know, That's of it. course
0: I'm doing the eight miles, but always going in with a plan. You know, even with a business, you go in with a plan, you know, even in school, they teach you go in with a business plan. Right. You know, but the business plan is only step one. There is so many steps of a business that you're gonna have, and you know, your plan is only a plan. Right. That doesn't mean that's what's gonna happen. Soon as you open that business, everything changes. At least you had a plan, though. You know, you have to go into it two got things you to that point. Right, you have to go in with a plan. If that's in your head, in your iPhone, a business plan, an executive summary, whatever it's going to be, whatever works for you, and whatever gets you started. Do that, mm-hmm. you know? This is the plan for your, your week, your exercise, your schedule, your business, anything. You have to go in with a plan. But know that once you get into whatever you're planning, there are so many variables that you have absolutely no idea that you couldn't plan for. So planning only sets you up to succeed, but then the variables and handling them of what is actually real in what you're doing, what's real, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Well, yeah, the steps you take, the plan is only one part Correct. of what's happening. You know, you need to have, you know, your brainstorm, your draft, It, however it is that you get your ideas put all together to put it into motion. And that's only one part of it. Like you have no, you don't know what you know until you get there. So you don't know certain things that are going to occur, happen, the people, the product. You have no idea because you've only, your plan covers a lot of unknowns so then it has to be reworked with the note like everything you know now so yeah your plan in the bones might be kind of the same that foundation but at the same time you've answered so many questions along the way that the plan is different now
0: oh my god what what you start and where you end <laughs> or in the middle like it's right. a completely different you know thing that you thought like you can think in your head all day how easy it is to run okay that's a great goal that's mm-hmm. a good plan but Go run and, and, and figure it out. Go open a business and understand that it's going to change because people either in a business, they either sell a service, they sell you know, um, you know a service, a product. Mm-hmm. And once you put it your product or your service into the market, the market is going to have a reaction to it. And that's what I'm talking about. The reaction is the variables that mm-hmm. you have no idea because you didn't plan what the market is going to tell you. So you have to give your product or service and that's to both the market.
1: Good and bad things. Correct. You're gonna hear both really good things that maybe you didn't think about, and you're like, wow, that is something I should think about and take that avenue. And then there's other things that you did not expect at all, and you're just like, okay, I have to check that. And
0: right. But then there's also marketing to combat what the what the audience is is and how they're taking it. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you want them to take a certain product a certain way, that. That's called brand awareness. Mm-hmm. That's called building a brand. You're telling people how to think about your brand or what you're selling. You know, like filet mignon, if somebody knows about steaks, they know the filet mignon is the most tender. Per- that's marketed to the people. They, they branded that. McDonald's, We that's branded. You know how to think about that. Nike, we know how to think about branding. So the, these businesses, they put it out there and as they go, they're building their brand. They figure out who they are so they can t- teach people the, what, who they are and what their brand is and, and everything like that. I lost my train of thought because I thought about something else.
1: What did you think about?
0: I don't know, but I, I, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> <laughs> I started talking about Nike. It's I, just
1: well, because it's really you should kept o- going on, and on You should on. always oh be God. like malleable. You should always be flexible. Even though it's hard at times, but like you should always be open and ready for change and just adjust, readjust and like, just get your footing and just keep on, keep on going because you can't be so stuck in your ways and you can't be so fixated and you can't be so this is my precious, you know, you have to be able to move and maneuver.
0: And you really have to understand that if people don't like your, your product that you worked on for your whole life and, and that's it, you like, get over it. Like it's not what the people want. And
1: then they like the product that gave you thought about for two seconds that you put out there and that is your top seller and it is what it is.
0: Right, so you, you have to be ready for anything in business. You know, like you have to be ready for anything. They might love it, they might hate it. You have to be able to take it and they might have tons and tons of feedback for you. And you have to listen to the people that way too. You have to listen to the feedback. You have to have your ears open so you can take the feedback so you can make it better. I, I love taking feedback. I love when when people tell me, things that they had good and things that they had bad. You know, sometimes people will tell me a good review and I get bad things out of it and I fix those things. So good and bad reviews are right. both good. You wanna hear both, you you have to read between the lines. Like a good review is good, but also listen for the bad in that good review because you might be able to learn something and fix something f- from that. You know, in a bad review, all you wanna do is read between the lines and, and fix those things. You wanna be able to listen and be good at listening so you can correct things.
1: Of course, that's the whole point of it. You know, some people are ruthless, but you know, it does make you better and it does. (laughs) Who were you thinking about when you said ruthless?
0: (laughs) That was a big ruthless.
1: Because you don't have to ask for negative reviews or even talk about them because it's just something that is going to come your way regardless whether you're open to it or not. You have to be ready for it.
0: Right. You also have to realize that, you know, uh, bad news sells further than, you know, good news. And people love negative and people, you know, they, they love that stuff. They love to be involved in a, in a scandal. They love to be involved in, in that stuff. They just want to know, you know, people are addicted to it. You know, the positive, you know, you go the, that way, you're going to have a lot more listeners. You're going to you're going to have people obsessed over you. Mm-hmm. You know, you go you go the other way. Not many people are going to listen to that because people don't genuinely like to be positive.
1: It's true, but it is what it is. You know, people like to tell you how they really feel um, online. So if you have an online business, like that's your whole, like reviews are everything. And you you can only make yourself better by listening to those online reviews. But when you have like a business that isn't necessarily online, but I feel like every business is online now, you know, you, it is what it is. You're going to have people tell you to your face and then you're going to have to, you're going to have people who can't and they're going to review you. Right. There's and If, if you do. have
0: a business and a brand out there, you have to market. If you're not marketing, your your you know friends and family and word of mouth is only going to go so far. I understand that, but you have to put marketing into your business because marketing is everything. You know, you need to have it.
1: Right. It's an invitation. It's an invitation to what it is that you have for the people. What your product is. What your what anything is. How you want them to feel about it. React to it. All of it
0: yeah i love marketing me too it's my favorite part (sighs) what a great show Mm -hmm. what time is it 54 minutes
1: oh time flew time flew but i've been like living in a time warp lately what do you mean nothing feels like right with time like everything feels off. Things feel things that I've been doing a long time feel like I just started. Things that I've just started, I feel like I've been doing a long time. It's like I just feel like I'm in a time warp right now. Like even when we were talking about how I said I just started really running, um, it feels like a cu- it feels like a week or two that I've just started on the treadmill, adding it to my routine. Wow. But you said it's been months. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me, like I and that hap- that's happening to me all the time right now. Things just don't seem like they've been going on for so long, and they have. What a surprise! A, a splendid surprise. Yeah,
0: but you've never been good at time. <laughs> just like you're not good at time. You I don't know. even tell. You don't even have a read watch. I
1: know. I know. I know. But you know what? At one time, I had this really beautiful watch, and I would practice on it all of the time. But the battery broke. And now I'm not good at telling the time anymore because I don't force myself to test myself. Because I would love to just look at it and be like, it is, you know, 543. (laughs) I would love to do that, but I don't have a watch. Digital clocks only for you. So, but I like to...
0: It's funny, when we first started dating, I only bought her tons of watches. (laughs) Right?
1: Yeah. So many. So many. Wow.
0: That's all I used to buy you.
1: I really liked watches and I like to wear them. Different bands and stuff.
0: Wow. All right. Well, that was show 10. Um, Good show. Label it Patience. Right? Because everything does. takes time. It does. And the best things you wait for. You know? It's so true. The best things you wait for everything cost time that is worth waiting for
1: mm-hmm. plant it let it grow
0: so this is the hustle hour i am mike i'm diane and we're so happy to be here at genesis radio with terry and d in the studio thank mm-hmm. you so much patience